From the poorhouse to the palace, Bethel Baptist Church is pleased to bring you this uplifting program hosted by Dr. Doug Castle. Please stay with us and open your heart as Dr. Castle opens God's Word. Well, I've been giving you the rules of election, defining these wonderful words of salvation, the, the, our salvation, the words, the terms that define it. We've looked at this week, the word salvation itself, to rescue, to salvage, to deliver. And now I have, we've been the last two days discussing election. Now, I haven't even defined it for you yet, but I've been giving you the rules. Rule number one, God is not bound to answer all your questions about God. He's not going to tell us everything. Number two, God is holy and righteous in all that he does. Again, you need to take Psalm 145, verse 17, and memorize it, commit it to Scripture. The Lord is righteous in all his ways and holy in all his works. Just because I didn't do it your way, just because it didn't work out the way you thought it should, does not mean that God was unjust. Again, where do we get off as sinners by birth, by choice, by nature, thinking that our sense of justice is more righteous than a holy and righteous God who is without sin. No, if we're confused, we're not, God's not wrong, we are. Now here's rule number three. Let me give it to you today. The only thing we can know is what God chooses to reveal to us. The total extent of our knowledge is limited to what God chooses to reveal to us through his word. Now God is omniscient. He's all-knowing. He knows everything, but you and I are not. And he knows things that he does not reveal to us. Deuteronomy 29, verse 29. Here's another verse that you need to know. You need to write it down. Make yourself a little note and go back and look at this verse. The secret things belong unto the Lord our God, but those things which are revealed belong unto us and to our children forever that we may do all the words of this law. Remember, God reveals salvation so that we might receive it and that we might do. Now, there are things that God knows. There are secret things that belong to him that don't belong to us. God has secrets. I love the Bible word mystery. There are nine great mysteries of the Bible. And a mystery, a Bible mystery, is not a, 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 a problem to be solved uh, and clues to be put together and assembled. It, it is a secret that God keeps in his heart until the appropriate time that he chooses to reveal it to the appropriate people for an appropriate purpose. God keeps secrets. You know, I was taught that a secret is something you tell one person at a time. I don't know about you, but pe people just can't keep secrets. It's just our nature. We, when we know something that nobody else knows, we got to tell somebody. I'll tell you something. You got to promise not to tell. When I was a little boy, we, me and my brothers would do it. I'll tell you something. You got to promise not to tell. You got to keep it a secret. And we always told somebody else, usually our other brothers. Now, God keeps secrets. There are things that God knows he's never going to tell you. We do not rationalize or speculate on that which God does not discuss. And this causes division because people want to divide over things that God does not discuss, like a, like a, the gap theory. What happened to the dinosaurs? And did Adam have a belly button? And, you know, who were the sons of God? And things. there are things that the Bible tells us certain things, but it, we are limited to what we have been, to what God reveals, and God knows the answers to those things. And if he thought it was important for us to know, he would have told us, but you know what? That doesn't affect your soul winning. Not one thing I just mentioned affects your soul winning. Your mission in life. So you're limited 
God has secrets that he keeps. And number four, this is the fourth rule of election, a work that is dependent on God's grace. Listen to me, get this. A work that is dependent on the grace of God cannot in any way involve any work of any man. Let, let, let me say it again. A work that is dependent on the grace of God, God's unmerited, unearned, undeserved favor, the God of all grace. So that means grace only, a work of grace is only the work of God. It cannot involve in any way any work of any man. Grace and works can never can be combined to establish a reason for anything God does. You cannot take your baptism and put it with your salvation and use that to, uh, to establish salvation. They are separate, the works and salvation. We are not saved by works. We are saved unto good works. For by grace are you saved through faith, and that not of yourselves. It is the gift of God, not of works, lest any man should boast. And the very next verse says this. For we are his workmanship. Again, if any man be in Christ, he's a new creature. Old things are passed away. All things become new. For we are his workmanship created in, in Christ Jesus, that's salvation, by grace, unto good works which God had before ordained that you should walk therein. Before the foundation of the world, God elected that we be saved, and he also elected the works that would follow our salvation because of our salvation, but not for salvation. There's a difference. Okay? A work that is dependent on the grace of God cannot in any way involve any work of any man. God does whatever he chooses to do whenever he chooses to do it with, whomever he chooses to do it with. Now, you're just going to have to go back and listen to that again uh, if you want to get that. Now, when you keep these guidelines in mind, as we study election, and remember, election is not predestination. Now, in Ephesians chapter 1, both both the, both words are mentioned, but it's two, those words are related to salvation, but they are not the same. They cannot be married. They're cousins. They're, they're a brother and a sister. You, you can never put them together. You can't join them. Now, the words elect and election in both the Old and New Testament. Now, I'm just going to define it for you. Here's the definition. It's not that hard. In fact, it's very simple. Do you know what it means? It means to choose. It means to select. It means to pick out. Now, I'm not going to have enough time to really give this justice today. But that, in fact, the words elect and election, there are times when those Hebrew and Greek words for those are translated in other places in the Old and New Testaments as the word choose, as the word select, as the words picked out. It means that God, as God, is it not right, as a sovereign and a self-sustaining, self-existing, eternal God, all-powerful, all-knowing, and all-present, that God has the right to make certain choices. He gives us that privilege to make certain choices. So that means that God has the right to choose, select, pick out. Now, election has to do, it has to do with salvation, but far more than salvation. It's not limited to our salvation. That's a problem. That's one of the problems with the, where people get off base with election. God can choose an object like a rock to water the nation of Israel. God didn't have to take them down to the river. God didn't have to have them dig a well. He didn't have to make a spring. If, now, you and I can't do that, but God can God can choose to do something that you and I cannot choose to do. I can never make water come out of a rock, but God can. God has the right, the power, the knowledge to make certain choices that you and I cannot. He could choose a person just as he chose Moses to deliver Israel in Egypt. 
from Egypt. He could choose somebody like Pharaoh or Nebuchadnezzar to accomplish his purpose, his will. He prophesied, was it 400 years before the birth of Cyrus, that it was prophesied that Cyrus would come by name? No, God can do that. Say, so, well, that's not fair. Who, who told you life was fair? Just because life's not fair to you does not mean that God is not just and holy and righteous in all his choices. He could choose a donkey to speak to a man in the human language, and it would boggle the mind. Now, in these days with politicians, we kind of have a little bit more of an understanding with some of the politicians we have. But you and I, I oh yeah, and I'm using a little humor there, but, but God could choose an object. He could choose a person. He could choose an animal. He could choose, make any choice he wants to accomplish his holy ways, uh, his righteous ways and his holy works in whatever fashion he wants. I was taught that the word election means this, and I just don't know a better way to define it. I was taught that the word election is the sovereign act of God whereby he chooses or picks out certain parts of his creation for a specific purpose. Again, if he wants to choose an object like a rock to give water, he could do that. If he wants to choose a person like Moses to deliver Israel, he could do that. God could have delivered Israel without any person. He could have just turned the heart of Pharaoh and set the people free. God could choose an ass, a donkey, to speak to Balaam for a purpose. He chooses something or someone for a different, for a definite purpose. That is an inherent right as creator. It is the privilege and the prerogative of God to do so. And God never makes a bad choice. God never makes a wrong choice. And if life were left a blind chance, we'd be wandering down a blind alley. What if God did not make choices? What if everything was left to fate and to karma? It would be nothing but chaos and confusion and hopelessness. I'm going to say more about that tomorrow because that is one of the purposes of God's election is to give order to, to mankind who has created nothing but disorder. My time is gone for today. May the Lord bless you until our time again on the next broadcast. No longer a You've been enjoying the program from the poorhouse to the palace. Find Pastor Castle's Bible commentaries and other resources when you visit the website bbclinton.com. Archive broadcasts of this radio program are available at wytjradio.com. Listen to the latest broadcast wherever you are or catch up on what you missed whenever you want by subscribing to the podcast on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, or Google Podcasts. Just search from the poorhouse to the palace. From the poor-